0: Welcome to the PT Graduate Podcast. I'm Rich Ellis, and I interview people from the health and fitness industry to find out more about their role, get some inspiration, motivation, and also have an understanding of how to get into this industry, but not only get in, but stay in and flourish in this amazing industry. Let's get on with the show. So we are live. Good day, good day, good day, everybody. Rich from PT Graduate here. I have Nikki Marie here for a, a chat today. Thanks for joining me, Nikki, and thanks for your time. It's been it's been a challenge pinning you down because I know you're a busy person. So, really appreciate it, and we will uh, we'll try and be as efficient as possible so you can get back to it. So, um, you're based in Whangarei. You have your own studio, which I can see there. You've got the logo going on nicely, Studio Fifty One, brilliant. Um, you're relatively new to the industry. You were an award winner, up and coming in two thousand and nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and um yeah so it's great it's so it's, uh, you know, typically we've been I've, I've spoken to people who have been around a while you know and um you know the audience that I, I guess we're trying to talk to is the audience that is relatively new into the industry those who really have a passion for it uh, want to make a career out of it but may need some help may need some support and I guess speaking to someone like yourself is going to be really good to get a bit of balance there from your perspective in terms of what it was like coming in, how you got in, uh, maybe a bit about what you did before um, and um, and how it's going now. Give us okay. fill in the blanks.
1: Okay, cool. All right. So yeah, as uh, Rich said, pretty new to the industry. So I think this must be, we're trying to whip it out the other day my Food here, PTA, I think, yeah. um, might be a little bit more if I'm wrong. But yeah, with that COVID in the middle, you kind of like, what happened? <laughs> um, yeah. so I'm pretty much through this. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I to get into this. I was a policy planner before becoming a PT. So I worked at the local council here in Bangladesh. Mm. Had a couple of children. We'll just fast forward a little bit, and then after my second child, who is now nearly seven, I wanted to didn't want to go back to working in a desk job anymore. And I've always been passionate my whole life about sport, nutrition, health, uh, exercise, mm. everything like that. So it was kind of a easy choice to do my personal training certificate. I've been sitting there for ages, I thought about doing it, so and uh, not going back to work after the second child was the least study for my personal training certificate and i think i don't know if it's luck or it's just who you surround yourself with um, going talking to corinne austin so local pt yeah. and working with her led me to work with jp so john holly mm. who the movement coaching side of things so working with those two so getting a mentor mm-hmm. uh, right at the start that makes you look at the body differently. So if I, when I first started PT and I probably would have been a typical PT that just goes, okay, you're moving your body, you're doing, you know, squats, deadlifts, lifts, uh, shoulder taps, press ups, that sort of thing. And then if trying to ride with a sore shoulder, you'll be like, oh, go and see the physio and Like, I mm. don't do really squats today. Mm. So having them teach me that you can actually work with the body so if someone turns up the sore shoulder and you actually are then become the detective the movement coach working out why is that shoulder sore what can we do to make that shoulder feel better hmm. and then you might be able to train that session do you know what I mean? normally like as yep. in knew yep. what to do once i had that further education so mentor further education is the best thing that I did because it's made me such a confident personal trainer. So, as soon as I did that, having somebody bounce ideas off um, has best idea ever. And then, uh, I was going to say, the other thing when you're working with a body that might have pain, say if you are going, Oh, let's just do squats for that shoulder we talked about. What happens if it is that actual the hip flexion extension mm. that's causing that shoulder pain? So, you're telling them to do squats, but it's actually not making it better. Yeah. So, sometimes ignoring something which what i would have done mm. uh, the best option at all so now it's like oh if someone turns up the sore lower back i'm like awesome let's get this back feeling better and yeah let's go from there so having the uh, knowledge passed on to me and i think also put into like this circle of extra fees as well so yep. was amazing and that's led me to be really confident and yeah. i get where i am today mm. to be quite, like i say new to the industry but even in my first year i'm like yeah i've got this like i know what i'm doing so um but i think that comes from you've got to believe that you're good as well not in a yep. copy way, but yeah come to you and they want you to be confident in yourself if you are there going oh shit i don't know mm.
2: um
1: we do mm.
2: they're not going to go oh i
1: really want to see my money with that girl like she knows yep. what she's talking about so yeah. you I think be confident to yourself but actually also be confident to ask questions from people as well so it's not going yes i know it all it's going
0: mm-hmm. i
1: think this but i'm going to double check with one of my mentors and having somebody yes. to- yeah.
0: yeah i think i think that's i think you've summed up everything that i was ever going to ask in this half hour in the, in that last five minutes perfectly so thanks Nick. <laughs> thanks for your time nikki um <laughs> no that's awesome so um so, you've, you've got yourself set up in your, your own studio now. You've got PTs working for you. Yes. Um, can you run through some of the challenges? Because there'll be people out there that want to be solopreneurs, but there'll also be people that want to leverage time more. Um, and yep. that's kind of what you're doing with your trainers. How, how has that journey been for you in terms of getting a lease? Um, understanding the dynamics of your the strengths and weaknesses of your different trainers, um, how to, to handle the finances in terms of do oh. they pay a rent or do they have a commission? You know What was that journey like for you?
1: So I guess I'll start off at the start with the actual journey of coming to studio is I actually had, so when I was doing, I was doing one afternoon a week for Corinne at folks and then I was also working at home. So literally yep. set up a personal training studio at home. I honestly believe, for me, that was the best step because there was no overheads. Like, obviously, you're you're in paying your mortgage, so you've got this home yeah. PC yeah. studio, which was the best thing because I built that up, so I was fully booked at home, mm-hmm. and I couldn't grow any further. Like, I literally was like, "How I'm? How do I grow further? I mean, yeah. yeah. I can't put any more people in. The garage wasn't big enough to do." you could do six people in a group but that's if it's sunny if it was raining mm. you'll be like hey. mm. you know what I mean? like they're kind of now on top of each other that's not ideal um and so if I knew if I wanted to have someone work for me because I had a few people just talk about the idea I was like there's no way I could be like oh yeah come work for me welcome to my garage do you know what I mean so yeah. um, then it just came about that I happened to see the owner of this space um, at a local cafe as you do in Whangarei, you always bump into mm-hmm. people and she said the previous leasee, or however it works, is, was leaving and I was just like, oh yeah, okay but you know, just didn't think much of it mm. thought about it for a couple of days and was contacted her and said, I'm thinking about taking over that space, I actually think that might be a good idea,
0: and so yeah literally
1: went from there, we went for a coffee or lunch, whatever it was, and um, discussed how it was going to work um, Yeah, and that's how that must have been, this was November leading into mm. up-and-coming P.P. of the Year award. Yep. This was all before that. I remember being like, holy shit, I've got a lot on. <laughs> and it was having to also talk to the lawyer to make sure they were happy with the lease and then making sure that it was signed by, you know, all that sort of thing. Yep. and just,
2: yep.
1: right. And I had to get something, I had to get a signed rental agreement or lease agreement to the, the morning that I was leaving for Auckland. Do you know what I mean? Like that for the up and coming biddy thing. Yes. Yeah. No, it was, I remember being like, <laughs> oh, God, what's going on right now? But I've made it and it's live judging. Like it was that sort of thing. It was pretty crazy. Mm, mm. So that process was pretty easy, uh, to be honest. I remember talking to JP about it, John Polly about doing that idea yeah. um yeah it was quite scary i guess in the way that suddenly you've got this outgoing each
2: week
1: mm. so there's that stress so i think why mm. if you've already got a client base you actually feel quite safe do you know what i mean yeah. but if i'm doing that first without a client base or knowing i have to build it up i think you would be stressed and you yeah. would probably not do your job and so yeah. if people are cancelling you'd be like some now I'm not paying rent, do you know what I mean? But mm, now mm, mm. I never had that stress. I also fully believe uh, this is probably a total sidetrack, but um if you've got having a really good cancellation like, um policy and that sort of thing comes into it, so then you're yeah. not ever um not annoyed, that's not the right word. Um just just disapp- yeah, you're not I guess annoyed, not the right word though, it sounds too rough. yeah yep. uh, just you don't want to feel bad to your client, you know, me? Be like, oh, now you're mm. cancelled, and I so yeah, I never get that feeling, so I'm like, okay, well, if I cancelled in the last, in the 24 hours, they still have to pay, and I, because that means, otherwise, it's too hard for me to fill the spot and things like that, so totally,
2: totally. That
1: is something that I've talked to a few people, new PTs about, and they're quite scared to do that sort of thing, but I'm like, mm. but it's fine, um, yes. and you should, like, if you are already programmed for them, you're already prepared for them, yeah. Um, otherwise, yeah, same thing with my group fitness, and Small group classes is it's a weekly membership, so it's never um, here's a casual card, it's never that, it's always this is your weekly cost to attend yeah. your class that you're booked yeah. in for. Uh, that's your space, and yeah, go from there. So it just means no Absolutely. stress. We're getting next week, You know the rent that's going out. Um, that's definitely helped in that case.
2: Um,
1: but yeah, so then Studio 51 opened January the 20th last year. Yeah and obviously it was like <laughs> at least, oh, two months later you're like mm. um but no it's that process i think i was just thinking about last night so Colm colinwald approached his wife said to me who works as a P3, the physios next door i remember her saying oh my partner's a pt and i was like jokingly like oh you should come with me and <laughs> Like, do you know who he is it's
2: like
1: no idea yeah. <laughs> um and he's one of Zealand strong strongmen so he's yeah. really different to me so I'll. um but perfect i mean with him it was just making sure we've got the same beliefs like it's mm-hmm. not going oh you're the same trainer we don't need another one of me we've got yeah. me it's yep. going uh do you believe that technique better and he's like 100% like they need to have good technique before we add weight to it yeah. um which was like perfect so we ended up having a chat for ages and he was just an awesome addition to the team because he was different to me and i like that um and then from there it must have been Stefan came on board so Stefan ryan who actually just works like day job just down the drive which is awesome and then he does one evening a week for me as well so again completely different trainer he's done the movement coaching side of things but again, his style is really different to both me and Carl, so we're like, oh, now the one that's different. And then Lena came on board. She rang me and was said, look, I'm 20 years old, I'm out of the certificate, and I want to work for you. And at the time, I was kind of like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't really have this. Uh, what's the right word, the I guess the clients to be like, yeah, here's some clients for you, do you know what I mean? Like I've already probably blocked and that's the thing that I want to grow cold and deeper. But then in the end, we had a meeting, we talked for ages and she was awesome. And I was like, hey, you're actually perfect. You're bringing in the younger age bracket. So she's 20. So she's bringing in the age bracket. <laughs> when you start, you're like, I can bring the age group in. Then you realize, no, I actually am older and I've got children. Yeah. <laughs> 20-year-olds don't want to train with me, but they'll yep. train with Lena. So she's amazing. Again, completely different style. So we've got four trainers that we complement each other so well, mm. but we're so different. And I think that actually is what works. So I had a few people say to me even about Kong, being like, why would you bring a strong man into your gym? And it's like, it's freaking awesome. Mm. Not just there, he cares about people and he's a nice person. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... And he's different, uh, yeah, And like I said, we don't need more of you yeah. because we may as well bring in other people that don't want you, they want somebody else. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. yeah, 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 so quite, quite carefully uh, curated on your part.
1: Well, but kind of by accident, if that makes okay.
0: sense. So, so yeah, um, they kind of came together, but the Lego fits, yeah.
1: Yeah, totally, and yeah. so, and that was something. and we've had Kelly, a student uh, with like shadow and things like that, he's been amazing. And yeah, so it's only totally developed organically, and I think it's been, I think we've talked about it before and with other mm. people, that my growth has been all organic. It's never been like, here's my business plan, and this is what I'm doing. It's been like, oh, this this will be cool to do this. Yeah, let's take this opportunity. This feels right. I've always done that. I haven't gone, in five years' time, I want my studio to be spicy. It's yeah. gone, let's see what happens. Yeah. And trust the process. And I think that's pretty much how I got the metrics um, trusting that when I met them, nice people, care about people, and they actually know what they're talking about as well. Brilliant. I think is, and keen to learn, mm. keen mm. to learn. Um, mm. I think any PT, once you've done the course, you need to do more. And that's just I'm well, like, that's the simplest way to say keep yeah. educating yourself because there's always more to know. There's always more to learn. And you don't know everything, and you never will, so enjoy the learning process. And things change totally. Um, what do you say about the PTs? Oh, with them, they work on, uh, instead of paying rent, like say if we're doing like, I know at big gyms or whatever, they might be like, okay, you'll do mm. dollars whatever mm. But if I said that to them, and they're new to the industry, new to getting clients, they could be making no money. Mm. You
2: know, mm. Mm. Course, yeah.
1: I think was just too rough. So I went with what I had been in my, where I've come from, Fitbits, is that on a contract basis. So you're literally paid a percentage of that yeah. um, time, the hour. So yeah. we have a booking system. So we um, have everything in there. And then each week they invoice the. Cool. Yeah. Of there. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Great. It's Excellent. Brilliant. That sounds like it works well.
1: Yeah. I said, well, I think it does. I feel. Mm. I feel like means they, oh, I think you get paid better. And that's why I like it because...
0: Yeah, it grows as they grow.
1: Mm. Yeah. They get, the more they work, the more money they get. Mm. And say if you're doing like a session that all up would have been like $180, you're getting a good portion of that, not going, oh, here's your $25 an hour. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they're getting a good part of it. And I like that. It. it means that the harder they work, the more clients, they get the more money they get. Which I like.
0: I don't know. Yeah, like. yep. fantastic. Good stuff. I think you, um, again, nicely answered a question I was already going to ask in terms of that, um, uh, you know, so survivability or sustainability is that education thing. Yep. Uh, always upskilling yourself once you've finished the course, because that will probably be the thing that helps you grow yourself personally and your business uh individually, you know, where, where whatever it is, whatever you do, and find finding that education system that works for the type of business that you have. Sounds oh like totally.
1: This. So uh, that's with anyone that I talk to, I'm much like where where are you going? Like this year, what are you studying? What are you interested in? What are you missing? So like even with the guys with Stefan and com they they're mm. both trained women. So I'm like this year i really want you guys to get the public core knowledge do you know what i mean like the core the restore right. the restore core that um, yeah um, yep. that's the thing and so um yeah. um yeah so that's that's an example but i think with lena it's like what are you interested in and mm. for her she's um interested in a lot of things i think are so excited to be in the industry but it's, she's doing further nutrition and strength and things like that so and for me, I guess mine is going down the movement and approaching chronic pain, movement dysfunctions. Mm. I love working with that. Like it's in so yeah. much fun. Each person that comes in, it's just, you literally are like a detector on the body being like, why why is that knee sore? Okay, what can we do? Mm. And it's really rewarding as well. So some of the clients that have said, you know, they've come in with back pain 13 years and then in six months time, they're like, I have know that. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. some might be six months, some might be two months. Um, and I think it's also educating the client that when you're working with pain is that the, it might not be one session or better. It might be six months' time, two years' time, but you've got to keep getting stronger and mo- doing mobility work is homework. It's yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah, that's really important. And I think that's the other thing that has kind of grown in the business is if you generally care about the clients. so compassion, empathy, and actually the education. So the education that I get, I then pass on to them. So mm. we've got a private Facebook group that I will be like, this is what I learned this week, or here's a recipe that I got, or here's a mobility video. Here's some stretches that really help you put us all back. Here's
2: um, is
1: your shoulders really tight. This is what you can do. And so that side of it I think is also helpful because it's showing Clients that you do care and you are always trying to help them, and additional things
0: that you give them. Mm, yeah, mm, mm, mm. it's um, it sounds like a really nice value add as well. So that um, it's not necessarily something you can charge for, or you may, but um, you know, your clients are getting the uh, the session obviously that they pay for, but then there's this whole. I've seen your newsletter as well, and there's a, there's a lot of information in there, a lot of support, and and that empathy and that compassion does come through loud and clear. Um, cool. so that that's where your value goes up as a as a trainer as a business owner isn't it, doesn't it when you're you're adding all of those other things around the outside that people experience that go oh I haven't had this anywhere else
1: yes no I, I want to say 100% it is,
0: um,
1: mm. new people come through and they might have been somewhere they will honestly usually say I haven't had this before or we was never given this or what what you do is amazing uh, like you're yeah, like the last month you know was a recipe book on protein cake breakfast, you know what I mean? Cool. And there's been a core cool one and there's also been a goal setting one. And that's right. just the this year. Mm. And you know, I can't remember what next month's one is. And then so <laughs> this thing I'm like my brain I'm like so <laughs> soon. And it will be just so all those um like I say extra value, but it's honestly it's clearing. It's mm. I do believe it's Asking your client how are you, and actually listening and being mm-hmm. like, How is your husband? and using your name, mm-hmm. how is doing So, and you should know those things about your clients, you should yeah. care about your clients because they are the ones that are paying you. And no, you're, yes, you're not a counselor, but that's you there to listen to what they say. Because if you're going to say, I'm a or you need to listen to that to then do mm-hmm. something to help it rather than, Okay, oh, and absolutely, <laughs>
2: yeah
0: yeah if people don't feel heard they're not going to stick around very long are they yeah Yeah. awesome I like it you're painting a really nice picture for people to understand here in terms of a your culture uh b the environment but also the care and the um the non the non-technical stuff and 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 really that's the stuff that makes the difference between a client you know having a good experience and staying as opposed to not you know they there's that age-old saying is they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And I know um, that's one of Corinne's things. And, and obviously you've, you've, you've kept that in your culture as well, but it's never, a, it, there's nothing more true than that because it's mm-hmm. that human it's that human side of the business, which, which is so important, those soft skills, which uh, not everybody has, right? So having that, think- having that from yourself, but also in your team as well. So they all kind of echo that same feeling, regardless of who they may be working with is is quite a powerful thing you know you've got a, a real formula for success there which potentially could be replicated right
1: oh 100 100 um and it's, it's what i've said to so many people is that you just actually just have to care about your clients and i think when you uh, there's other not other places to roll with, but if, it's, if you're all about money it's going to show mm. that it will show and so wrong, you should get paid for your service and you should get paid for um being a PT. Mm. But part of that payment or them paying you should be clear you know what I mean? And like actually mm. um making them feel welcome, making them feel part of the community. And I think that's why we do community events, or uh, yeah, it's all about yeah, if we're going for like a trip up north, we might do paid breaks, so and we're talking about that at the moment. So we'll put it out on the private group and be like, who wants to join us? Can we organise? Yeah, so community to me it really does matter. and You do meet up with some good friends from this sort of work and they come between each other too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I saw you did a fun run at the weekend, right?
1: Yeah, that was crazy. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) It looked looked a bit bit more than a fun run, I think.
1: (laughs) It was so crazy. We didn't know what we put ourselves into. So five kilometres of... Hill running is what I'd yeah. pretty much call it, but yeah. with obstacles. And right. there's a little bit of down. And there's two downs. Um, one was a water slide and one was a run, but the rest of it, you're hell, 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 hell <laughs> like um Jeez. yeah, it was fun. Very yeah. much what I mean. Like and that was the last minute. Let's do this. And next year we'll definitely make sure that we put a big team in. But even just a group that did it together, we had so much fun. Cool. It was cool.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. That's, That's cool. what it's about. Yeah, it's like that community. Yeah, totally. Um, any questions I haven't asked, anything on the top of your mind that's worth sharing?
1: No, I don't think so. I feel like covering off how important education is and the mm. mentor that came out straight away because so I do fully believe working with Corinne and just at the start of my career was amazing. Mm. Um, believing in yourself so that confidence as well. Yeah. So find that. Even when I've been approached by other PTs, like now at the moment I want to grow my PTs, I won't take on anyone else to the than box, yeah. yeah. Is I've been approached by other people to come work here, but you're getting like Instagram messages to ask. You're getting, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. Mm. no don't do that. <laughs> like no. call me or pop in, mm. um, like or a text message. Like that's what the, another one going a text message. I know like, it needs to be like have the confidence to call somebody to. In. I know that if someone popped in I, was and kind, I wouldn't talk, but I would, you know, say to them to give me a call, so that's fine. Um, that, yeah, the confidence that you are good at what you do, and you should believe in yourself. I feel like there's a lot of people lacking confidence, even at people's school, skills yeah. as well. Yeah. So I think that really matters, the communication side of things. Mm. Anything else? No, I think just keep asking questions. Don't that you know it
2: all
1: because you don't, yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah and just listen to, other people's, oh, listen to other people's opinions. So, I think it's a big thing as a personal trainer that you do listen to what the physio says, the surgeon recommendations, the doctor is, yeah, it's not going everyone's got different opinions with osteo chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Um, well, even we all have different opinions, sometimes it's exactly the same. You're like, yes, we're exactly the same. Other times, it's different, but you don't go, they don't know what they're talking about. You don't Mm. do that you go, that's Mm. really cool that they said that, but what I'm going to do is let's try this Mm. way. Mm. So you're putting someone else down in their career, their profession. You should try and work together, be like, keep doing what they're saying, but let's add on this. And I think that really matters and having a good communication between the physios and things like that too. So even... Yeah, I've got a good relationship with the pelvic floor physio and she's amazing. So all my clients that need to, will we go see by her,
2: yeah. she
1: will send me that information and I will listen to her. It won't be like, oh, she's has mm-hmm. no i see yeah, yeah, seen yeah, them yeah. for a the reason. Um, but yeah, it's the same thing. Like, you know, yeah, physio is perfect. Also, you can work together and you can, I'll give a message to massage therapist.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: bring them all in. Um, with more knowledge, the better. And it's not that they're wrong. It's just a different, you might have a different way of dealing with it. And it's cool.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. And and it's about building those relationships, isn't it? Rather than sort of fighting them because, you know, they're they're a part of the world we we work in and um, to strengthen those relationships and have that mutual professional respect uh, is going to be good for business as well as those relationships. And at the end of the day, we're supporting the client, right? Because it's what they probably need at that time.
1: Yeah, totally. And so yeah. I think exactly that. an a uh, professional relationships. but it does help your business as well mm. because then you can get referred on as well. Mm. And I think it's just having a good name out there as well in the community or yeah. like in place, not a huge place. And you want to be known as a place to go train or the place to, one, you try here because she does something different, you know what I mean? Or mm. a lot of different PTs or whatever. Mm. And I think it does matter, but I haven't, Try to replicate someone else i haven't tried to be like oh look what they're doing like for example yeah so you could just go oh that's what so-and-so's doing i'll just be so i'm never doing that i'm Mm. going what i love Mm. what am i about how do i bring that into position so there's always your game there's mobility work there's strength there's there's everything that i love And every session will be different, but it's Mm. not going, oh, look how well that place is doing, I'll replicate it. Because then you're just doing something that's not all to you. So I think that's a good one too.
0: Yeah, there's no point in copying because then it's same, same, isn't it? You're you're losing your points of difference if you do that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think that's what a lot of my clients have said to me too, is that they love that it's different. It's not always the same. Or that if they say to me... um, I'm making my lower back's a bit swindy today or a little bit sore that I actually will do something about it and be like not that not be like oh don't worry about it or just keep pushing through or like I've got someone that she's come back from a really bad neck injury somewhere else and she heard it doing kettlebell swings
2: so hmm.
1: she doesn't want to do kettlebell swings and sure. I'm like that's all good. So <laughs> we're in class and it's kettlebell swings I'll be like and hey, don't worry you're doing blue raises yeah. and so she knows that I will never force it. She said that one day she will.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, not yet.
1: One day we'll get you back, but there's no mm-hmm. point. Like you can train the body many different ways. You don't have to be like, you know I we yeah. can get those things. We can get them in another way. So
0: it's yep. all good. Yeah, but- yeah. Good. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. Great. Well, you've just added another layer as well there at the end. Nicely. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> I think we've covered quite a bit, and I really appreciate your time. I know you're busy, so... um Thank you so much. Great to catch up and um, catch you soon. Yay. Yeah, awesome. See ya. See ya. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to PT Graduate this week. Look forward to you listening again next week. And please hit the five star rating button if you enjoyed this episode and share with your friends and colleagues so they can enjoy further episodes. See you. Bye.